0: and that you believe that you are lucky. And therefore, when you believe that you are lucky, you are seeking ways to manifest that story. Hello, gentlefolk of the internet. Welcome to The Kindness Economy. Cultivating the mindset that kindness in and of itself is a resource. This week, we talk about timing and boop the boop, well, there it is, oh. that's our signal. Oh, that looks nice. Yes. Welcome to The Kindness Economy. We are your hosts. I am Bonus Parent Baba, I am Rebecca. I am Courtney. And today we are here, it is Friday the 13th, and so maybe, you know, you wanna do something about luck, which is kind of where we got our start, but luck is kind of small, and what, to me, luck is really about timing. Yeah. So. In honor of uh, St. Patrick's Day and in honor of Friday the 13th, we want to talk to you about timing, because that, to me, is the root of luck. And how are you doing? <laughs> I, I am here.
1: I still have my lungs. Um, coming here was interesting. I'm just going to talk about like what it was like coming through the city with it looking like a ghost town. Um, it, it sh- shit's real, y'all. Uh) um, <laughs>
0: The apocalypse now.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's a you know, sometimes things happen all at once, and other times things fall apart slowly, bit by bit. I feel like we're watching that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we were ill prepared. I mean, I was prepared because I I hang out with people that literally call themselves preppers. We're like, (laughs) yeah, Let's, let's stack up water. Yeah. Can you tell
1: me your ways of stacking water? Yeah. Like you've got your meds, you've got your supplies, Mm -hmm. you've got everything. This is not a drill.
0: Yeah. The only problem that like folks like me have is just like, eh, how much of your bullshit is expired? You know? Well, no, because you flush through it every year. That's what camping is for. That's true. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that's actually, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So the thing that has happened really, really literally last night Um, my partner was watching the kids and they're in like an interesting new step parent role so they like they know the kids but they don't know them Mm. that well okay they just spend a lot of time with them they're working on the boundaries and all that good stuff and they turn around to go take care of the other one and sprog a just loses their ever loving mind and like just starts screaming and my partner runs in and is like, oh! and the child is doubled over rocking back and forth and wailing at the top of their little lungs, five-year-old little lungs. And partner gives them space. What, how can I help you? Trying to get words in or out of the child. Mm-hmm. And it turns out all of that screaming is because he cannot remember the way he built his Lego airplane in order to build it the same way again. And like meanwhile, my partner is like, oh God, I'm about to go to the emergency room right now. But no, no perspective. That, is, that was the heartbreaking, <laughs> that was the most intense thing that the oh. child could be experiencing in that moment. And um, yeah.
1: Kids will bring you right back into the here and now, won't they? They
0: just, boom! There's no, there's no, uh, yeah, there's no holding back for them. They don't understand how that works. So what are your resources this week?
1: This week, I'm going to say it's fiction. Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower and Parable of the Talents. Yeah, and I I
0: see that (sighs) Ah. You don't want to go... You, that's hard. Yes, it Whoa. is. Whoa. Yes, it is. Octavia
1: Butler was a brilliant, brilliant science fiction writer. And the parables were written in the mid-90s and were magnificent as a work of n- near-future dystopian
0: I literature. do love a good near-future dystopia. However roughly it's a little close it's It's close y'all
1: it hits extraordinarily close to home and i think the lessons in it i mean the the books are a hard hard read especially now they are a much harder read now than they were five years ago Um, because there is a disturbing amount in them that has come to pass but i think the human lessons in those books are kind of enlightening and uh, instructive and something that we should aspire to in some
0: way or be aware of that lurk on the horizon. Uh, I am, uh, as someone who is neuroatypical and I can use the speed of my reading to impact how I am processing it, mm -hmm. I will not audiobook Olivia Butler. It is too intense and I'm like... I need time to process Mm -hmm. what I have read right Mm -hmm. now and so I just I will do it the hard way just because it's a little bit slower and I get a little bit more time to be like with my feelings because that gets real intense yeah you are hardcore which we knew we knew that (laughs) what I'm
1: sweetness and light what are you talking about
0: also that this (laughs) is uh, constellation of reality right now. Do I contradict myself? That's all of us. That's what humans well are here then, for. I that myself. is what we do. So my book, well, my resource, we do all sorts of stuff is when by Daniel H. Pink, um, it is sort of breaking down when to do things. And there's a lot of little ways that you can choose times that are better for success. Or, like I was just talking about with the Olivia Butler books, when you understand how you're processing things and the speed that you work at, because the speed that you work at is probably different than everybody else's, and the speed that you work at in specific departments might be different than other departments, wholly a thing. So, like, while you're able to, you know, try to advance or change. There's ways and times to do that where you're more likely to be successful or when to do it so that you are using more of the time as a pause to give yourself moments of reflection and just like how to use time as a tool. Same way that you, when, when you at some point someone taught you how to use money as a tool, hopefully it might have been us. I don't know. But, you know, when you realize that money is a tool, it helps you use it. Intentionally. And time is a tool as well. And uh, this book sort of breaks down the differences in time and when to do things in a way that um, helps, uh, helps you bring about success for whatever it is that you're trying to do. Because time is literally the most finite construct that you have to work with to do anything. So uh, that's our opener. Let's get going. And there we are. Get those words in. It is rantifesto time. Uh, I also Just quickly, as I'm taking this class for the podcasting fellowship with Ooh. Seth Godin, mm-hmm. the word rantafesto, people are like, oh, may I have that? I'm like, yes, you may. You <laughs> absolutely may. You can give me credit twice if you feel the need, but honestly, it doesn't matter because I got it from somewhere else. Like it's just a word, it just and up. English is filled with them. But if you would like to attribute me, that sounds awesome. If you'd like to use the word, it matters to me. The furthering of rantafesto, yes, as a concept, is more important than me as a human. So, rantafesto, rant-a-festo.
1: communication of selective fuck giving. Mm,
0: That's the, the definition fucks we want to give. That's the definition of rantafesto. <laughs> <laughs> we are today talking about timing, and thing about timing for me is you can teach yourself how to use it as a tool just like you use anything else as a tool and i teach my children that luck finding lucky pennies whatever that is like whether or not you believe in the lucky penny does not change the number of pennies on the ground It only changes your perception of the pennies on the ground. If you believe that lucky pennies are real, and this comes from, um, Prometheus rising, a person that, you know, many people might consider a nut, but it doesn't matter. It's absolutely true. And if you teach yourself to be aware of lucky pennies, you will find them. And to some people that is proof that luck is real. And i believe that i am one of those people that believes that luck is real and luck is simply a matter of perception and that you believe that you are lucky and therefore when you believe that you are lucky you are seeking ways to manifest that story just like you are seeking ways to manifest any story that you tell yourself you can choose to decide i am the luckiest Monkey alive And I tell myself that All the time If you go to my Instagram You don't have to be there for very long Before I will be like Some random dumb shit in my life Makes me the luckiest thing On earth That has ever lived And it's only for me And it's literally doesn't matter What anybody but me thinks about it And that to me Is literally the root of that luck and good timing and knowing when it's right.
1: That sounds legit. Um, Growing up uh, there as like little, little teeny kid, uh, next door neighbors were really hardcore fundamentalist, Baptist, like Hellfire and Brimstone, not quite snake handling level, but like old school Baptist, black Baptist. and they said luck, as a word, was uh, short for Lucifer because luck came from the devil.
0: Whoa. I mean, it,
1: it was this horrible, horrible thing. And my parents were like, don't, they, they have their own beliefs. You do not have to subscribe to them. And I'm like, okay, okay, all right, so that's a thing. But I still heard it and was just like, oh, okay. Um, we did not go to a Baptist church. We went to a non-denominational church in the first AME tradition. Mm. Um, And what I think about in terms of luck actually ties back to something that I remember my pastor saying as a kid, and he said it to the grownups, but I always hung out with the grownups because my family was so much older and I was like an oops. So like always surrounded by elders, always hanging out with the grown folks. Um, but one of the things that Reverend Larry would always say is, like, whenever you encounter difficulty or tribulations in your life, you get down on your knees and you pray. You pray to your God to lead you through. And then you get up off your knees and you go out in the world and you do something about it. And that is the part where the blessings come from. That is the part where the luck comes from. Mm. It doesn't exist in your wanting it. It exists in your doing it. And that is what I think is up with timing as far as like taking the time to actually commit to doing an action or showing up or participating. Do any of these sound familiar by any chance? Mm. Just asking. Um, But yeah, that sort of engaging with the world in order to craft it into what you think it should be, in order to make it a reflection of your genuinely held beliefs and values you have to actively live them and be them and that is what brings about these lucky you can't see their quotes like lucky coincidences and for things to come into alignment they don't happen in a vacuum you got to get out there and do things or stay in as the case may be and do things connect with people act like live don't just sit and be passive
0: live it the conversation feels like the <clears throat> card today with the temperance and the like you have to go through some shit mm, and mm-hmm. keep going mm-hmm. and don't let the shit overtake you and there's honoring in being a survivor like i relate deeply to the story that was told about the card and timing is like part of my trauma is being labeled a problem child right right before we started labeling children oh that's actually adhd Mm. I was right before they started doing that. So a part of my journey is a system failing me because they didn't understand how brains worked very well. We still don't. And I didn't I wasn't able to get the support that I needed and I had to like make that work. And a part of timing for me is also growing up in the 80s and 90s in 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 Silicon Valley specifically, where like it felt like the post racial utopia. We didn't know. <laughs> we didn't. You we, can't we, see me shaking my know. head. <laughs> we didn't know. There's a there's an interview. If you go to uh, Uninterrupted on HBO, Jamie Fox on one of those episodes talks about like in the 90s we thought everything was cool. We were just in California. Everything seemed fine. And then you know then then 2015 happened and we were like oh shit <laughs> you know I, that made me feel a little better like i, I was like even jb fox didn't know what was up uh, oh. we were just isolated i mean you know? and
1: i i didn't come to california until 2005 like I, like i grew up in indiana i grew up in like in it was just like it was
0: it was it was an, a beautiful opportunity <gasps> where the combination of my trauma doesn't <clears throat> include trauma around my sexuality or as, not too much around my uh, whatever, not too much around my gender presentation. I was still mm. allowed to present masculine for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I have less trauma. I'm able to hold more space for other people and their learning process because I just existed in this tiny tiny little bubble where everything looked cool but we didn't understand that underneath that little veneer shit was still fucked up but having access to that like kind of biracial life cross-culturalism once the shit started coming out I was like oh oh damn that makes a lot of sense actually there was very little in me that was being like you know I just don't, I just, you know, maybe we could just calm down a little, have a reasonable, and that was, was none of me was in that. I was just like, oh, damn, y'all. I'm so sorry. Fuck. And the ability to see that is timing. The ability for us to have this conversation right now and even analyze this whole situation is about timing.
1: Timing. Like, just me seeing your post. I'm thinking back to, like, how all this got started, even. Like being up, and it was me waking up early. I had just started to do the hardcore waking up early and would see your posts, like the early ones.
0: Oh, I remember those. Yeah,
1: and I was like, wait, you're talking about the shit that I'm dealing with. Okay, yes, yes.
0: Let's we do talk. this together. Yeah, we Let's should talk. talk. in the same room about we this shit. We should talk about
1: this shit. And that, like, that timing.
0: hmm Luck. Proximity. Presence. Engagement. Keep moving forward.
1: Making hot messes and loving them.
0: Oh, the YouTube's going to be excellent this week. <laughs> I didn't have time for the YouTube last week. It was... Uh, yeah. Timing. Yeah. I was <laughs> visiting family, doing a bunch of stuff. Important things. It's really nice to, over time, know how to consolidate the use of the time. Once you start to engage with it as a tool, you can start to be like, oh, this part can come together. We can record this three times in Mm -hmm. one sitting. Mm -hmm. And then the audience doesn't get any gaps. You've gotta figure out the timing of the thing in the game before you can start to consolidate those things. Otherwise you might cut something really important. And that's in the, you know, showing up, fucking up, learning, dust your face off, <laughs> and keep going. Making more bad art until the art isn't bad. Because you have to make bad art before you can make good art. That is traditionally how it works. In fact, I believe you have to make a fuck ton, approximately, that's a scientific bad term. art to get a number one hit thing, media. I don't care if it's a record or a fucking show or a dance routine. It doesn't matter what it is. Email, Oh god. Yeah. whatever your presentation media is, you gotta, keep you gotta, slinging gotta crank it, at the it out to understand it over time. And accepting all of the, <sighs> eww. And comfort
1: in the discomfort.
0: One of the things that I wanna spend time with in this episode is about us being a product of our times. Mm. And I talked about it a little bit with the 80s and 90s, but all of us, even you know, the boomers, the, with the okay boomer, we wanna like, nah, I don't wanna think about what those people have to say. Okay, boomer, I'm checked out now, I'm not paying attention. Like, sure, that could be a situation, or these are people that are a product of their time, these are folks that their retirement is absolutely locked up in their property value in a way that they're not processing communal good the same way their long view is uh significantly shorter than a lot of ours it's you know and that's not entirely their fault and once you've settled in on a worldview, it's not easy or interesting even to change it it's uncomfortable I don't, that seems arduous. I did that. I've made my worldview.
1: What, you mean I gotta go through that again?
0: Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna, there's no part of the future that is settled. And that's good. That's actually the best thing. Because we're constantly learning and that's a reality that's new for us. Because we're not really used to that we haven't had to do that wait we can change things yes yes we yes in fact we can so like you can change things with timing and you've got to put in the work to get the the shot to get the whatever it is like to me i like to think about uh babe ruth and then like oh the way like point point out like I'm going way out there I don't even know just take the at bat and putting in the work putting in your at bats taking that shot increases your odds there are no lottery tickets in my version of good luck or good timing I feel like a lot of people think of good timing is like I can go to Vegas and hit the slots and that the way that my good timing and my good luck story works is it has to be a good story and to me in my heart the like I put a quarter in the thing and and like this you know the little waterfall of coins comes out or whatever that doesn't sound fun that doesn't (laughs) sound like an interesting story at all that sounds really short And that sounds like something that's really focused on the outcome, and to me, I like to be focused on the process. And that's where you understand the timing, you understand the timing of your life, you understand the timing of your community, and then the timing of your project becomes a little bit easier.
1: Yeah. Adjacent to that, I wanna throw in as like the tail end being aware of timing also calls for being aware of time and that changes take time. There's sort of this focus on the outcome, wanting the immediate results. Timing takes time. It's long. It's not something that's (laughs) instantaneous. Um,
0: You're going to live a lot longer. And you think.
1: <laughs> ooh. They, ooh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of time where you're just like, are we not there yet? No, we are not there yet. It's like the longest road trip ever when you're three. Like, are we there yet? No, you're not there yet. Mm-mm. Honestly, you're never going to get there. It's all about the process when it comes down to it and refining it and revising it. And taking advantage of things to move along but learn how to enjoy that
0: ride that feels good Mm. so if you'd like to hang out with us more i am bonus parent baba you can find me all over the internet anywhere you'd like to go i'm sure i'm hanging out there oh
1: yeah uh, and I am Courtney King. You can find me at solutions. that's the
0: letter C-K-I-N-G solutions, all one word.com. dot com. And please, if you would like to tell us about what timing is for you, what does that evoke for you if we talk about timing in the way that timing impacts your life? Tell us about that in the comments below. If you'd like to talk about how timing impacts you personally, privately, you can send me an email at kindnessecon at gmail.com. If you would like to hear more of us talking about all of these things, we have a back catalog that is exhaustive. And you could go to kindnessecon.com for all of that information. So many episodes. And please take excellent care of yourself and the people and the world around you.
1: Get out there and look out for each other, y'all.
0: I'll see you in the future. Oop. Where's the boot? Boop. And mm. the button. Okay. So this is our new deck. Oh, we okay. know we. This is a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. So now we have a new deck. We will have all decks for each All thing. occasions. So many decks. So this is a borrowed deck, and I'm gonna be very gentle with these shuffling, mm. cause it's not mine. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> these are... yeah, these are all are so shiny and, and nice, shiny, yeah. because, you know, normal people don't uh, brutalize their cards the way that I do. And that's fine. You can do what you want with your cards. I just, it just feels more magic when there's, you know, wear wear on them. It just feels magical. I have
1: been drying my hands repeatedly in the name of hygiene. Like, we already washed the paws. Oop. Wash the hands when you come in. Wash the hands
0: after going washing, out. Washing, washing, yes. keep washing. But uh, when you're washing. on
1: transit, you <sighs> use sanitizer because there is no sink on muni also my little pouch with bleach wipes and wet wipes mm. and an extra bottle of sanitizer i have
0: no children i don't Do have, I have a have sanitizer this? thing i really? just wash the hell out of my hands and my shit is so dry
1: yeah no everybody's hands my are getting cuticles crusty.
0: are hammered would you like some lotion? I I'm I have carrying... I borrow lotion. Okay. I will, yeah. You know I'm not gonna buy lotion. Yeah. But ooh, we'll Temperance. Pouring one out. Fire. Sagittarius. 14. Okay. Jupiter. I don't know what any of this means. Uh, this is a tiny, tiny book. Uh, for such huge cards. <laughs> I know. Tiny it's book. Like the huge cards. For the largest suit card. of swords. Temperance. This is
1: major arcana
0: this is major okay the 14 of the major arcana strength wheel of fortune they don't number them okay that's okay there it is temperance working in tandem with land and sea temperance finds a sense of grounding when she listens to what nature asks of her (laughs) when it rains we seek shelter when it's sweltering we drink water When we hurt inside, we face the sun and breathe deeper and faster. Temperance learned balance and patience, feisty and aggressive in her teen years and constructively driven as an adult. She manifests her truest self without outside influence. When temperance is channeled, the kiss of a lover, the taste of a vice no longer activate your self-worth. Letting go of the ego now becomes the most vital path to joy. Temperance loves herself, her broken bones, her healed parts, her humanity. Temperance may still fall. She's a musician, a woman, and a survivor of violence. She works nights, lives days, sleeps when she can, and fights when she can't. She will break sometimes. As the next world is being built, on a world that historically silences women temperance asks you to forgive yourself with every break but to try with every new morning that sounds awesome all right our conversation today is going to be luck sort of adjacent Luck adjacent. Luck adjacent. To me, it's Friday the 13th and it, it's very close Come to St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day yeah. So those sorts of times evoke concepts of luck. And to me, luck is really more about timing. And I think there's more to discuss if we open it up to a conversation about timing. So that's what we're going to talk about today.
1: Sounds like a plan. I might tell you
0: that a couple times. This format's going to get fun.